Hi, thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. My name is Nick Shields. Today, you're going to be hearing myself and Ruben Barrick, co-creator of Shieldless Mag. And uh, we're going to discuss the coronavirus and the quarantine that has been mandated upon us. And I just thought this would be a good time to put some content out that people can enjoy while they're stuck at home. We plan on getting other skateboarders on the show to see how they're impacted by this. And, uh, yeah, we just hope you enjoy. So, stay tuned. Let's get this started. All right. All right. Shieldless Shieldless Magazine, Quarantine Calls. You got Nick Shields here in Portland, Oregon. Ruben Barrett down in San Diego. Shieldless Mag what's up? co-creators. Yo, what up? what's up, everyone? <laughs> We're calling quarantined in our homes from the coronavirus. Um, and, yeah, how you doing, Roots? Uh, I'm doing all right, dude. Uh, I think it's a couple weeks in now, and I haven't gone completely insane, so... <laughs> Doing okay. Just all the see a slam, send a slam challenges and like, you know, do a kick flip, do a tray flip challenges with the homies has kept me sane. So thank you, Nick, for including me in that when you can. And I'm getting to them when I can, when I'm not working, but doing okay. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm trying to keep busy, stay, stay sane, doing stuff for the mag, trying just got all our gifts on Instagram, so if you're posting an Instagram story, search up Shieldless, and you can use some of our stickers. I worked real hard to get those going on there. Yeah, you did. He was sending me all of the rest wraps, and to see it go from that to the ones you see on Insta, it's pretty amazing. Nick is the new tech wizard, made it happen. <laughs> But yeah, just type in shieldless and then you'll see them pop up. Good work. Something to keep people busy during this time of quarantine. This is a fucking crazy time in there that we're living in, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it really is, dude. I uh, actually meant to tell you uh, that recap that we posted recently. Our friend Mikey Sanchez came to town. And he took photos of all of us when we were skating out and about before the FTV premiere and uh, the days following that after. And that uh, one of the comments that Nick and I were going over, one of the captions is super funny because you were like, remember what it was like when you used to be able to high-five your homies? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah. It's, yeah, I, it's, I switched it's, that one up on you guys. Yeah. It's good. It's real though, dude. Seriously. It's like, it's tough. I haven't been out all that much just because I've been working from home and I mean, I was abroad, so I didn't want to put anybody else at risk in case I was not showing any signs or symptoms, but was still potentially carrying the virus. So I had to wait 14 days for that to clear out. But yeah. And today's day 14, right? Yep. Today's the day. So but now that the virus is so prominent in America, you can still be at risk of getting the virus. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, but that's the thing though, too, is like, even if you, cause the way that it works, it's like, even if you've been exposed to it, I mean, once, if you're asymptomatic and you show no symptoms, which a lot of people that have come into contact with it, that's what, that's the majority of what they've been experiencing. Um, but it also works that if you have come into contact with it, then even after you would have passed the initial, uh, 14 day period, you wouldn't have been able to contract it thereafter. Um, which, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, either way, you just have to take the, the necessary measures and be safe, wash those hands, yeah. keep that, keep that Purell on you at all times. <laughs> so you have an interesting perspective because you were in Italy two weeks ago when this was really breaking out and they put the country on lockdown essentially, right? That is, uh, that's affirmative. It was crazy. Um, I went out there for... Yeah, talk about your whole trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, I had been planning a trip. My girlfriend, Abigail, and I, we were going out there for her birthday, and uh, we were keeping up with all the developments. We saw that they were closing and sectioning off certain areas in the north, so Lombardy and Venice, and that was actually where we were going to go originally, but as it was getting closer and closer to our travel date, we realized that we weren't going to be able to make it up there because they were cutting off non-essential travel to and out of that part of the country. Uh, so uh, luckily they didn't cancel our flight to Rome, so we were still able to go there and still walk around and kick it for a few days. But as we were there, you know, my girlfriend Abigail she just kept reading up on all of the events that were happening and realized that they were about to extend the same lockdown uh nationwide. So <laughs> if we didn't get out of there in time, we would have just been stuck in Italy. I wouldn't even be talking to you. Well, I'd be talking to you right now, but it'd be like a <laughs> <time> different. <laughs> so yeah. we have to work around that. But yeah, so luckily, you know, because she's smarter than me and awesome, she was able to get us out of there. We got on the first flight that we could uh, out of Rome after only being there for a couple of days and cutting our travel short. Uh, we were able to make it to London because that was where our connecting flight back to the States would have uh, led us from. So luckily got out of Rome, made it to England. Uh, we were in London for a few days. And at that point, that was when the travel ban hadn't extended to the UK. So we figured, okay, well, we don't have to fly back till the 20th. We'll just hang out here. But then it was about a day after that, that we realized um, that, you know, <laughs> they were going to extend the travel ban to the UK as well, which was super great. So then we had to get on the first flight and get out of London and come back to the States way earlier than we expected. Uh, but had we not done that, uh, we would have been stuck there too. So somehow we just managed to dodge two quarantines and two travel bans and we made it back safely, no symptoms. And yeah, I honestly, when we made it back, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was a lot of, uh, you know, sleeping in airports and doing everything we could to rearrange and shuffle last minute in order to make it out safely. So I'm just lucky to be back and glad we're doing all right at this time. Yeah, dude. But I'm glad you guys made it back safe and yeah. sound and 14 days now with no symptoms. Yep. But was it, what, 
what was it like in Rome when like shit was shut down? Like, were there still people in the streets? Were there cops telling you to go home? What was going on over there? Yeah, um, it was it was wild. Uh, the streets were definitely pretty barren uh, compared to what Rome typically would be uh, impacted with. I mean, normally it's just like pretty tourist heavy and the locals are out and about, but I mean, bars and restaurants were closing at 6 p.m. It was nuts. Like, and anybody that was outside, they had gloves on, they had masks on, they were taking it all pretty seriously and taking all the necessary precautions. Um, and yeah, on one of our second days, just walking around, we were going past the Trevi Fountain and the Spanish Steps. And, yeah, we saw a lot of local volunteers and police just escorting people and redirecting them, telling them to go back home, go to their Airbnbs, go to their hotels. They uh, said that to us while we were in the process of shooting some photos, which was pretty funny. But, I mean, yeah, I understand, you know, they have to make sure that everybody is safe and accounted for. But, yeah, it was wild. Definitely never experienced anything like that. That's crazy, man. So, like, the museums and stuff were shut down? Everything, yeah. We uh, yeah, we had booked tours to the Uffizi Gallery, um, and we were going to go check out a bunch of stuff there, but we weren't able to go. All major attractions were shut down. We were able to still go see the Coliseum, and we had a guided tour there, but uh, we originally were going to be able to go inside and check out where the gladiators used to enter from in the back entrance but we couldn't we couldn't do that we just had to like walk around the perimeter um we yeah i mean we had plans to go all over the country and that just like wasn't possible we were going to go to uh mount suvius we were going to go check out pompeii like all, everything in in the southern region of italy is just the whole the whole country on lockdown it was nuts like um yeah how long were you so like planning to be in Italy originally? We were going to be out there for 10 days. Yeah, and you ended up being there for how long? About three days total. <laughs> maybe maybe a little less, yeah, because we, yeah. we got there late on the night. So, and at that point, we just like had dinner, kicked it for a little bit, and then went to bed. And then it was just, yeah, the... Yeah, we were there for the uh, 10th, 11th, and then 12th, and then we ended up getting to England uh, on the 13th. Yep. Yeah. And what, when you got to London, did it seem as serious there as it did when you were in Rome? No, I think at that point, I mean, <laughs> the one of the, the prime minister of England has actually, they issued a statement where they were like, oh, you know, people are going to be affected by it. And, you know, there's just not much we can do. And at that point they weren't taking it as seriously. So it was kind of interesting to go from one uh, region of Europe where people were, you know, masked up and they had gloves on and, you know, they were taking it extremely seriously. And then going to another region where, People are just out and about acting like nothing's going on. I mean, there was still access to pretty much most things. And I maybe saw a handful of people walking around um, wearing masks and gloves in London, but nothing compared to what I saw in Italy. Yeah. Well, I'm 
I mean, that was two weeks ago and things have only escalated. So I'm sure now it's pretty intense. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And again, I mean, it was, that was just as all those developments were unfolding while we were out there. Cause at that time it was like, Oh, you know, they're not going to issue any travel bans and they're not taking all of these measures. So yeah, people were just going about their, going about their business. And, you know, we were still able to like go out and eat and go to bars and stuff and they weren't shutting anything down. There was no curfew um, or like any law enforcement redirecting people to go back home. But yeah, man, it's just, it was crazy to, to get, you know, two different perspectives on it at that time. But yeah, it just feels like a blur. I mean, it, like, you know, <laughs> it, it was, it was kind of a vacation, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely an experience for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy, man. So like, you're back home and you've been working from home and luckily you have a, job that allows you to do that but uh yeah has uh have you been taking like extra precautions and like staying at home and like or have you been out in the street skating or or what is what how has it affected your day-to-day life oh for sure yeah i've uh i've definitely uh been taking it seriously since i've been back because even though I haven't shown symptoms and I'm definitely, you know, clear within that time frame of exhibiting any symptoms. I didn't want to like be asymptomatic and be skating around with friends and potentially have them come into contact with it. I mean, who knows, but I just didn't want to take any risks. Um, and also, I mean, yeah, just getting back, I had planned on not coming back to work for, you know, I I didn't think I was going to have to come back to work as early as I intended. Um, so I like immediate, I, you know, I had a couple of days to readjust and then I was automatically back to working from home. I've only had the chance to just go skate Dallas Park here and there with my friends, Brian and Jeremy, which has been nice because it's just been good to like go to a space where they haven't closed it down. It's still open. And if there are people skating there, people are definitely social distancing, making sure that no one's high-fiving everybody and, you know, um, you know, not taking it seriously, but, uh, but yeah, um, I was stoked to just be able to like clear my head and go outside and skate a little bit. Uh, but that's pretty much the only experience I've had with skating since I've been back because, uh, yeah, just want to be smart about it and make sure I'm staying safe and not putting anybody else in a sketchy situation. But, um, yeah, I gotta say, man, I mean, I see everybody else going and hitting all these spots and I'm like, damn, taking advantage right now. Like I've seen, uh, like DJ and like, you know, uh, Tyrone and Tommy, like they're skating, uh, Horton Plaza. Cause right yeah, now that was no crazy. Way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I mean, you're getting like, that's, that's just what's interesting right now. It's like, you know, for other people where they see this as such a negative thing for a lot of skaters. I mean, as long as you're skating safe, and you're, you know, making sure that you're distant and you're not putting other people at risk. Like, yeah, I mean, it's you're going to be able to take advantage of spots that you wouldn't be able to skate normal, which is cool. Again, I mean, you have to be in mind you don't want to, like, take advantage of this during such a, you know, serious time. But, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's hard because, like, 
we're skaters, so we definitely see it as an advantage of like going to his spots while we can. But it's also like you need to give your homies space, and like you know, you're supposed to stay home. And skaters aren't good at following rules like that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a toss up, but definitely staying safe. It's weird though, because like two weeks ago, I went and had a session at a skate park uh, with like four or five other homies and uh and it was kind of like right when they were trying like starting to shut down businesses in in portland and stuff and like our work had shut down so we all decided to go skate and it was really weird like dynamic like trying not to like high five or hug or anything we were like giving elbows which is like bumping elbows which kind of doesn't seem like it was doing much but uh really it's weird. You don't realize until you try to do it that skateboarding is like a contact sport, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, exactly. And it's not even necessarily the act of skating. It's just everything that, <laughs> everything else that comes with it, you know? Yeah. Like when you're, and, when you're celebrating tricks getting landed and things like that. Yeah. I was, I was, one of the things I've been doing to keep busy is like rewatching old videos and uh I watched um Perpetual Motion, the Transworld video and oh, nice. uh in Julian Davidson's part, like his last trick. I mean this happens in every skate video, but like all the homies come out and like are stoked and like giving them a hug and like hyping and, and like and all that and I'm just like, damn like things you take for granted you know like (laughs) you can't even like hype up the homies for getting their banger right now which is so weird but (laughs) i know which which also makes it which also makes it even more of a reason to maybe not be skating right now because like i don't know is it even worth it if you can't have the same experience (laughs) you're used to and you got stressed about potentially getting people sick and you know you know that's a a lot to have on your conscience like we go we go skate because we want it to be fun and and feel less restrictive but with everything put in place right now it seems pretty limiting and it sounds stressful to be honest with you man i don't know dude and like (laughs) i don't know i know there is some hate uh on like people like celebrating after tricks you know, like yeah. I've I've heard people talk shit about that. Like, oh man, that guy was like fully feeling himself, and it's like, yeah, dude, he just landed a, a banger, and it's like, well, you're getting what you wish for because now nobody can celebrate with their friends <laughs> after landing a banger. So, yeah, if you're exactly. one of those people that hates clips like that, then now is your time to go get clips. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, wild. <laughs> yeah, it is wild. How yeah, yeah, how has it been? How has it? Or sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, uh, go, go ahead. No, I just wanted to touch on the fact. Yeah, because I mean, you're you're in Portland, and there's been a lot of cases that are happening not too far away from you in Washington. I mean, how like how has everything transitioned up in your neck of the woods since since um, all the? Yeah. So, I mean. It, it's Oregon is not as bad as Washington right now. Luckily, um, Oregon's pretty far down on the list. Um, I mean, you know, it's 
in the top 20 states or whatever of virus breakouts, but it's not like New York or anything. Right. Um, but all the restaurants are shut down. They're doing like to go and delivery orders. And, um, I work in the service industry as I'm a bartender at a brewery and we shut down about two weeks ago now. And, um, and it's just kind of like all up in the air at the moment of whether we still have jobs or not. Um, oh, man. uh, but I mean, a part of me is like, I'm very fortunate to the fact that I have like a decent amount of money saved that I could support myself with no work for a couple of weeks. But yeah. a lot of my friends are not in the same position. So it's very unfortunate to see that. And like, they're applying for unemployment and, uh, which is probably super hectic right now. And like, how are you supposed to get a job right now? Like <laughs> in this like social circumstance, it's crazy, man. Luckily, yeah. like, you know, they can't evict people right now or anything. And like, hopefully landlords are working with people, but I mean, there's petitions for rent strikes and like rent freezes. So that we wouldn't have to pay rent, but you know, the people you pay rent to need that money to pay the mortgage, you know? So it's like, it's kind of a lose-lose at the moment, but uh, I don't yeah, think Portland is handling it any different than, like, anywhere else. Um, there's people on the street, though, like, walking around. That it is cool to see, like, some social distancing. Like, my neighbors were drinking beers out front, like, six feet apart from each other. And, like, we went by a park, and there was, like, a group of friends all, like, sitting on their own blankets, like, six feet apart from each other. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but one of the big restaurants up here just posted on Instagram today that they're shut down because their head chef passed away from the virus. I, yeah, I heard about that. So oh they're God. not they're, they were like trying to stay open, trying to make it doing pickup orders and delivery orders. And then that happened and they're like, yeah, this just isn't worth jeopardizing like our employees' health. And it's just like crazy, dude. Like I saw that the death toll is like 25,000 people, which is like, that's crazy, man. That's like 25,000 people. That affects a million people, you know, when it comes to family members and friends and stuff like that. And I, I can't imagine like having to, plan a funeral right now or, or something you know like you can't yeah. even have like groups of people gathering so even if somebody does pass away from this virus you can't even have a ceremony for them you know like it's so fucked yeah yeah it's yeah not seems... not to go down a dark road there but like this no, is like a serious it's... thing you know yeah no absolutely i mean yeah that's a that's a yeah, that's an aspect of it I didn't even think of, but yeah, man, I mean, it's crazy because you can't gather in groups of people, what is it, 10 or more? And that's that's considered, you know, an unlawful gathering yeah. right now. It's, it's just mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. unprecedented times, and yeah, I mean, we're all just making the best of it and doing doing what we can to get through this, but yeah, it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. I I'm like I went uh skating like the other day just by myself because I was like I don't 
I don't know what the courtesy, quarantine courtesy on skate invites is. So it's like I'm right. just going to go skate by myself, skate this parking lot, and, like, a couple times, like, some skaters rolled up, and we didn't talk to each other because I didn't know them. But they, were like, came up and started skating, like, the same curb I was skating. And I was just, like, in my head, I was, like, oh, could you, like, just go skate that other curb over there? Like, I'm trying to right. social distance here. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to be responsible. Yeah. But, like, well, I don't know. You can catch a virus from a slappy. But... Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's – I mean, that's other things, too. I mean, you know, essentially – that's why it's just important to be washing your hands. And if you don't have access to that, that you at least hand sanitize because the virus itself, it, it can only live on objects for such a short amount of time. It doesn't, it, you know, it's not the same as, you know, contracting it from person to person. And, you know, that's why they, you know, require six feet of distance because that's at least within that amount of length, like, you know, germs and the way that the virus would jump to another um, individual, it, it just limits the ability for that to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It, and that's, and that's the thing that's tough too. It's like, you're doing your best and doing your part to be socially distant, but you can't control what other people are going to do and you know how they're going to react to this situation. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, it's easy to think like, oh, well, it's like, you know, if four of my friends, like if I go skating with them, like we're together all the time anyway. So it's like, what well, it does it matter? But then you think about like those four people go and like they live with like two other people who go visit their family of like four people, you know, like it just spreads from there. Exactly. So you have to like consider that it's not just you're, who you're immediately like um, in the vicinity with, I guess. But I should say that we are not experts and <laughs> are uh, not qualified to give advice or or stats or anything, but our own uh, opinions and experiences. You know, let the people out there know that. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I am not a doctor. <laughs> nor nor do I have any intention of becoming one. Um this is definitely as a disclaimer, it's just a regurgitation of uh things that I have read or uh updates that my lovely girlfriend has provided to keep uh myself and each other safe. Um but yes, um we are not qualified that, but we're not qualified to speak on those things specifically. Um, but, yeah, providing our opinions yeah. and just to give you peace of mind during this time is what we aim to do. What you are qualified for is uh, getting banging last parts and videos on Thrasher. Let's <laughs> uh, talk about that real quick. So, fuck this video. Five just came out. Um, and... Uh, just to lighten the mood a little bit, get a little bit off of the virus talk. Talk about um, FTD5 and Vinny and um, the reactions to the video. And uh, like you were still in Europe when the video dropped, right? Yeah, that was that was our second day in Italy when I saw that it got posted and it was going up on the site, which was a trip 
because I had no idea that it was going to go up so soon. And I, you know, I didn't want to like bug Vinny and just be like, Oh, like when's it going up? Have they hit you up? Did they say anything? But even he wasn't entirely sure. He had just, you know, told me he was sending them some stuff for them to post on Insta and that, you know, they were still, uh, you know, it was all up in the air. We didn't know, we didn't know when it was going to drop. So basically to like come back from walking around, I just went and saw the Pantheon and, Went and saw a couple sites within Rome, and then I got back to the Airbnb, and then I just saw Instagram was going off, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it was it was a rad surprise. It was a cool way to experience, uh, you know, seeing the reaction um, overseas. And yeah, I mean, I was just I'm just so stoked. You know, we we were working on this video for the past two years. Uh, it all started. We went on a three week trip over the Southwest uh, to kick it with a lot of our friends uh, in Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and uh, Utah, all the way back to San Diego uh, on a three-week adventure. And yeah, we, you know, we put in a lot of work for it, Vinny included. He's the fucking man. He, it's just insane, dude, like how he, how he's able to film the videos that he does and, work on the projects simultaneously while filming video parts and getting the clips that he does. It's just, it's yeah. insane and it's inspiring and it's super rad to be around and, uh, yeah, to, to be involved and to be a part of it. I am beyond honored and just so stoked that people have been hyped on the outcome and, you know, given us, given us a lot of praise and love in the process. Yeah. It's awesome, man. And people want to know, What's up with those fucking bump to bar hippie jump tricks? Fakey <laughs> <laughs> oh. big spin hippie jump five oh. How the fuck did you pull that off? Oh man, uh, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. What do you mean? You're the guy. <laughs> no, I know, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've never. That's that's like the crazy thing too. You know, that's that's why it was so fun to work on this part because I really, I tried to do a lot of things that I would never normally do. Like I, I even, you know, while I was in the, you know, the process of trying certain tricks, that one, especially, I mean, that was a battle. Like I tried that for so long. I had to continuously wax that ledge on the bottom. There'd be times where I would fakey big spin through and I would, I kept locking into five O's and it would just stick or I would miss the ledge completely and just fall forward. I only clipped uh, trying to get over with my feet one time, and luckily that was the only time I did that, and it wasn't too bad of a fall. Like, that just kept being the thing in the back of my head. I was like, oh, man, like, what if I'm just going to clip this and just scorpion over this rail onto the ledge? Like, I just was – I was hoping <laughs> that that wouldn't happen every try. Um, but yeah, it just, there was a lot of, it, it was, it was just, it was just a mental battle, man, mental and physical battle, because I kept trying to think, okay, I gotta, I gotta pop, you know, X amount of feet just so that it'll spin through the rail perfectly. And then I gotta land right on this ledge and be able to like balance in a grind and hold it. But there'd be times where I would also just stick in a 50, 50 and I like, there was, you know, there were some that looked like it was getting there and then some that were just all Hail Marys. It was, it was definitely all over the place and it was super, 
uh, taxing. <laughs> yeah. How long did that take you? You think was it just one one trip there, or did you go back for yeah. it, or what? Yeah. No. No. It was it was all one trip. Luckily, I mean, we were. We were how long do you think you were at the spot? Well, we were probably at the spot as a whole for I'd say about three to four hours. Probably probably closer to four, but. Yeah, I mean, we got there originally. We were just warming up. Uh, we got we went there because uh, I think Dane had had a trick in mind, and we were all just kind of messing around at the time. Uh, our friend Levi was in town too from Australia, so we were just showing him around, taking him to different spots in SD. And I wasn't even necessarily planning on doing anything, but we just were kind of joking. And it was actually Dane that had the idea because I was trying fakey big flip through it initially and i had a couple that were flinging through and they were kind of flipping all right but it was just difficult to control and then you know i was and he was like oh why don't you try why don't you try like fakey bigson and see how that works and then you know he noticed that a couple of them were like kind of going in the direction towards the ledge he's like why don't you try to land on the ledge or like try to land in a grind on it so I just kind of was like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And I kept throwing out a few and got lucky and, you know, just realized like, oh, this could, this might actually happen. But yeah, I'd say as a whole, I, I tried that trick for at least two hours and Vinny was just super patient and kept giving me some encouragement and, you know, made, you know, we made it happen. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Did you, even, even what? No, I was just going to say, I mean, like, riding away from that one, I mean, for a lot of clips in the part, like, especially that one, but you'll notice my mouth is just jaw-dropped because I, I there's a lot of things where I'd been trying the tricks for so long that I just couldn't even believe that I had rolled away. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, I shocked myself, honestly, um, but, but yeah, man, Um yeah, we made it happen. Luckily, didn't have to go back for that one. Other clips in that part for sure were multiple trips yeah. involved, but that one was all was, one day. Was that the same uh, day that you did the late big spin lip slide on the same spot? No, 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 no. Yeah, those were two different know. sessions. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny too. I like the way that uh, Vinny put those clips throughout the part because I got three tricks on that spot um, and they're all evenly spaced throughout the part. So like the first trick that's on there is a very flip hippie jump that had happened. Uh, that was when I actually got back from Portland uh, and I had just kicked it with you and we went to Burnside and that was when I had smashed the shit oh, out of my yeah. left shoulder. Yeah. Because I remember we went <laughs> we went and skated, and I was just telling all the boys, I was like, yeah, I really can't, like, jump down anything right now or do too much because this is just – it's really painful, and I don't want to, like, fall on something and mess it up and make it even worse. But, uh, but yeah, and it was just another one of those sessions. I mean, we went there. I didn't really plan on doing anything, and we were just kind of messing around. But, yeah, so did the very flip hippie jump on that, and then – went back months later and then we were all skating there towards the end of the day. It was the last spot of the day. And then, you know, just was thinking of what I could try on it. Uh, was trying late shoves and 
was able to get one into a lip slide somehow. There was a couple that I did where it just kind of deck checked and it didn't really slide all the way. Um, so that definitely took a while as well. That was another, yeah. another healthy battle. It almost looked like an accident. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, or I didn't, I guess I'm sliding. Uh, yeah. All right. Now I'm rolling away. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, but the figgy big swing five oh, like that's purposeful. Like you like have to try and do that. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, but sure. the, but the like lace shove lip side just looked like an accident. But, yeah. uh, that, that first, I mean, you looked, like real surprised in all the clips <laughs> mostly but uh especially the first and last but uh that i know that first trick the 5-0 kickflip at washington street you've been trying that one for years yeah. i feel like yeah, <laughs> so, what it feel like to roll away from that like nbd oh man that was it, it was the most insane feeling, honestly, and that's that's actually I'm I'm stoked that you asked because that's a really good uh, story. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, you're right in saying that I've been trying that for years. Uh, when you were still living in San Diego, we went to the bridge one day, and I was just doing frontside grinds on the love seat, and I think you were there one of the first times where I was kind of mentioning. I was like, oh man, it'd be really sick to like frontside grind and kickflip out of it over the love seat. I don't think anybody's done it. Like I haven't seen anybody else try it. And I think it may have been either that session or another session soon after, like got lucky, had a couple that were just flipping out. Uh, I wasn't like catching it and it didn't look too promising, but I was like, Oh, this is definitely, this could work. This is possible. Um, but yeah, that, that trick at Washington street, that was definitely like two years in the making. I had gone there before on a session with Vinny, we were skating with our friend Andres Bill and Cruz Mossberg. He was trying a trick over the love seat as well. And it was a good moment to just try and hype each other up and see if we could both get the tricks we were trying. But yeah, I, I ended up trying that for a few hours. I was trying it on a shape board. Uh, it was on an Anthem shape board actually. And, uh, it was grinding well. It felt good, but it was just really tough for me to catch. And there was a lot where I was landing with the board half flipped and like landing in the transition, you know, with my graphic side up and just falling <laughs> to my hip and like kind of just really awkward tries. But, um, yeah, I ended up kind of putting that one on ice for a while and we hadn't really found a time to go back and get a session there. But yeah, somehow like we were going over final tricks that we wanted to film for the video and Vinny threw that one out he's like I don't know man like deadline's coming up got to see if we can try and make this happen and luckily we found a day to sneak that one in there we were just kind of warming up there waiting for everybody else to arrive because we were going to go check out some other spots and uh yeah that day I had been trying it for maybe an hour at that point I want to say and uh Vinny just lit up a fresh cigarette and he was like, All right, dude, he's like, you know, you've been trying it, we'll see how it goes. Like, I'm gonna he's like, I'm gonna spark the cig. You got till the end of the cigarette is out and then we're gonna bounce and go check out some other spots. I was like, All right, for sure, that's fair. I was like, I'll try until then and we'll see what happens and like kept trying it, had a couple where I was coming close, like, you know, I had maybe had one where I had stuck one footed in that amount of time and 
it was, you know, some were floppy, some were feeling a little bit more confident, but, um, yeah. And like, as you know, I had basically like one try left, Vinny's uh, cigarette was about to go out. And, uh, I just told myself, I like rolled in on that one and I got super sparked because I, in my head, I was like, all right, like, all right, like stove's going out. We got to hit the streets. I'm doing this for shockus. Like we got to put it down. Like I seriously said that, like, as I was like rolling in, I was like, all right, like we're going to do this right here. And somehow dude, like that one just ended up being the one that worked. Like his stove went out, rode away. I, it was a full blackout, honestly. Like I got in and flipped out and landed on my board and like, you can kind of see in the clip too, like my feet kind of like wiggle a little bit to readjust because I like, it, it was nuts. Like until I was like 15 to 20 feet away from the transition, I did like, I didn't even realize I was riding away. I was like, holy shit, it actually happened. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> like when you've been, yeah, you can see trying, it on your face. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like when you've been trying a trip for that long and it's in your head and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, when it finally happens, it's just, it's that moment of disbelief, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was just super stoked that it worked out on that day too, because we had a lot of our friends that were there. Like Mikey was there lefty was there. Um, a lot of like good homies there were there to support. It was random too. Like Gregson was there that day too. Um, so it was sick that like somebody that skates, Washington a lot that like films a bunch of edits there you know like he was yeah. there to hype it up and and be stoked and appreciate that clip but yeah man I was yeah man were they all hyped when you landed it oh yeah for sure yeah they <laughs> yeah, I mean they saw they saw I've been battling it and like you know we captured the clip on either my phone or Vinny's phone and um yeah I got the show uh Gregson once we captured it from the VX and yeah, he was stoked, man. Like I, I, it was it definitely like, that's the thing, man. It's like a lot of the, a lot of the tricks that you work on, it's like, it's a group effort, dude. Like not even to be cheesy or whatever, but it's just like, there's a lot of tricks that I filmed for that part that I definitely wouldn't have been able to continue trying if it wasn't for Vinny hyping me up or Dane or like any of the FTV homies, like, or or just people that happen to like be on the session like like at the at, like at the bridge you know like people were around and just being positive and trying to make sure that I you know didn't give up and yeah if it wasn't for that I pro- there's a lot of things that probably wouldn't have made it in there because I would have just been like ah I'm tired or ah I'm just, maybe not today just put it off and come back another time but yeah I mean I'm yeah I'm so stoked that that one ended up working out because that one had just been bugging me for so long i wanted to do it so bad and i'm i'm just yeah i'm so stoked that it worked out man yeah yeah that's i mean washington street is known for being gnarly and like it's amazing for how much shit that's gone down there that people can still do stuff that's never been done there and like something simple like i mean it's not simple but like a 5-0 kickflip like it sounds simple, but in that park is like really hard to do. And, yeah. uh, it was sick, dude. I know that you really wanted that one. So I was stoked when I saw that clip yeah. in the video because I knew like how much you put into it. Yeah. But like, 
Thank you. So like you're, you're ender, like the hard flip wall ride. Like I didn't even know that you did that. And I was just like, that was cool, but whatever. <laughs> like you've yeah. probably been to that spot once and like rolled away. Like, yeah, it was exactly. gnarly, I mean, but I was like, I knew it, it means more. I feel like when you know that somebody put, put a lot of work into like, uh, like a, not just work, but like a lot of thought and time and like going back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it also should be said too for that five oh pick clip, shout out to uh Chris Pope because he was there and witnessed me oh. trying it for hours on end and he kinda like helped me find the right line and helped me figure out how to actually get speed and how to push through that as well. So yeah, shout out to Chris Cope. You're the man better. Yeah transition skater ever holy shit <laughs> um what is, yeah cope is insane uh yeah damn um yeah do you would you say like that your part in that video is like one that you're most proud of oh yeah or I, I, yeah 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 100 i mean i don't i i don't think i've ever worked as hard or cared about a part more in my entire time that I've been skating that I cared for this video part. I mean, you know, it's just, again, I mean, it's, I think it's also the longest I've ever worked on a video part. I mean, we, we traveled so many places. It, it, it just, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's so hard to like put into words, man. I mean, we have been through so much like I got to experience a lot of new things in my life and just even getting the opportunity to to like be involved and have a video part in this I'm just so thankful and grateful for it I mean I moved back to San Diego in 2017 uh when I was living in the Bay Area and then you know getting a chance to like come back home at the time I like wasn't skating as much because I was working a lot and I was just in like different you know routine up there and I wasn't doing the things that I really wanted to be doing so like just to come back home and like get reunited with friends I grew up skating with and then also like you know being able to skate with all the homies on more of a regular basis like Vinny and I started going out and filming more stuff and then the opportunity came up to go on a trip with them which I was talking about earlier when we went all across the southwest and like at that point I had never been to any of those places except Denver once um but uh yeah I like (laughs) that was you know that was in 2018 and that was a big travel year because at that time I was working a retail job that I was not happy with and definitely needed to make some changes and like you know, I was telling Vinny, like, when the video wrapped, like, uh, you know, like, quitting my job and going on that trip with you guys was, like, one of the best decisions I've ever made, <laughs> you know, because it just it mm-hmm. sparked it sparked the whole process. And it, you know, it's like, if I hadn't have done that, like, wouldn't have gone on that trip, like, we wouldn't have gotten that hard foot water ride in Aurora, you know, we wouldn't have, like, been able to do the things that we wanted to do. And, I just wouldn't have had those same life experiences or like been exposed to the experiences that I had. So yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just super stoked. Sometimes you just have to go for it. It's, you know, it's hard because, you know, uh, you got to work for a living, you got to support yourself and do the best you can, but you also don't want to let opportunities like that pass you up and, 
just sometimes it is more important to go and be with your friends and go see the world and skate together and have yeah. and make memories, you know, like that's like, that is the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. And it really hopefully, comes down to it. Hopefully that'll be more accessible again soon and people can go do that because right now that's uh, looking tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> just want to take it day by day right now for sure day by day uh so like i feel like when you you know having thrasher is like a very um like respected media outlet and it's one of the only media outlets out now besides us and uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> like having any content on there feels good i bet like there's no doubt about that is like being shown respect by a uh, entity like that but i'm sure like you know for those of us like myself who will never see themselves on thrasher is there like any sort sort of feeling or like uh backlash or or something from it like uh, people probably think like oh he had a part on thrasher like he's gonna like companies are gonna be hitting him up and like he you know he's gonna be on red bull soon (laughs) (laughs) you know like like how does it feel and has it like made any difference or is it just chilling i mean no yeah i mean no that's a that's a good like point like a good question and topic to bring up i mean I mean, no, dude, it hasn't, it hasn't made any difference. I mean, I think for me, like the main thing that I was most stoked on was just the fact that people appreciate the whole video, you know, cause I mean, everybody put in a lot of work for it. Like, and there's so much originality and creativity that's in the whole vid. And, and while also people are still, you know, jumping off roof to rails like Vinny does, which is fucking insane. <laughs> Or you have mm-hmm. little tuna's tree wally where he wallied a tree over a fence, which if anybody's ever been to that spot, it is not possible. Like I, I was, you know, you might not be able to see in that clip, but I'm filming the the second angle for it when he's riding away, and you can see the VX going through the fence hole, and like, yeah, like I was filming that clip and watching it all go down, and he he did that on my cruiser board, and I was just tripping like the whole time. I couldn't even believe that that went down. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, just to go back with what you said, no, I mean, like nothing has changed. I mean, you know, I've gotten like a few more followers on Instagram and that's cool and whatever, but no, I mean, I haven't been approached by any companies or sponsors, you know, I mean, uh, we'll see what happens with Red Bull though. I'll keep you posted. I think that's what I'm holding out for. So (laughs) I I do know that. You already received a pretty large monster package. <laughs> You'll have to break. You'll have to yeah. break it to them. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's that is kind of you know. Actually, if they do call, yeah, if you're listening to this, sorry, I, I did receive a a box for Monster at one point uh, with a lot of beverages. So I think that might be a conflict of interest moving forward, which is a bummer. <laughs> but. Uh, uh. But no, man, I mean, yeah, I, but again, that's, that's the thing too. It's like, I, I definitely, that's the most liberating part about 
filming a video part when that's all you care about is like you're not in it to film it because you are expecting to gain sponsors or like gain any other notoriety from it like for me especially like I just wanted to put out a part with my friends that I was proud of and like that was it like I didn't I didn't care if anybody saw it and like wanted to be like oh dude yeah let's let's try and get you on this or hook you up with this you know because I mean at this point it's like I am fortunate enough to where I you know I'm able to work and support myself and I can still you know go to a skate shop and support a local business and support those that are doing cool things that I believe in and like I would rather serve in that capacity at this point as a skateboarder than you know accept free things when like I it's not like a matter of feeling like, like it's not deserved but I just like if there's other ways that I can be that I can like you know affect change and be a part of that I would rather do that than just like accept free things like you know what I mean it's just it's, it's yeah. easier to do that but I would rather support my friends and things that I care about um but yeah I mean not nothing's changed man I mean that video came out and I mean even before it came out everybody was skating together and little tuna and big tuna came to town and then our friends came into town from az and like everybody's just out in the streets still filming and already working on fuck the city of six i mean it's just it's uh, you know nobody's gonna stop doing what they're doing just gotta keep it going and probably go a little bit harder now than we did before <laughs> which uh you know it's it's motivating but it's also um i don't know I, that was that was definitely a lot of work so it's gonna be you know we just gotta we just gotta go a little bit harder for the next time but yeah oh yeah well uh all right man anything else we should uh talk discuss um i don't know dude i would say at this point, uh, if you can and are able to support your local shops or any other skater-owned businesses at this point, please do so. And if you're yeah. curious about what some of those brands would be uh, or shops, please go to Shieldless Mag and look at those that we have been involved with. And if you can in any way, if they're offering any online services, curbside pickups anything of that nature please come through and support because man uh if you can please do your part everybody needs that right now and uh that's i don't know that's that's my spiel what about yeah, you man. you got anything you want to shout out no i mean that's a good one i definitely wanted to mention like support your local shop if you can like or even if it's not local if it's just your homie like I saw that the house was selling things online, like gift cards, the house of Vista, that is, um, Slappy's Garage. I know Route 44 is doing curbside pickups. Um, and, and yeah, if you, if you need something or you know that you're going to need something, like those shops need your money now, not later. Um, it's going to be a tough time for everybody for a while and not just our industry and industries like throughout the board but um yeah support your shops support skater owned companies support uh tattoo artists 
you know, like our homie Scooter, he's out of a job at the moment, but you can still buy like prints of art and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, shout out like Dominic Mabiel. He's still shaping boards out of his garage, 100% made in the USA. He presses them, he shapes them, does it all. So if you need a board that hasn't been shipped over from another country or something for whatever reason, get up Dominic as he at skateboards. Um, and, and yeah, just continue to support skater owned and, and, uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's going to be tough. Even like when this thing goes fast, like the economy is going to take a hit in every industry. So, yep. But yeah, man, I think that's good. We can wrap it up for quarantine calls. Episode one. Yep. With Shieldless Magazine. Uh, find more, uh, oh, go read our, our article on the skateboarder's guide to surviving uh coronavirus quarantine. There's some tips on things to keep you busy. Some little yep. fun little piece I did. Um, go back and watch some of our videos of skaters doing things. Um, there's one on Ruben in there. Uh, there's a whole bunch of rad people. Um, and, and yeah, just continue to stay positive and keep busy and call your friends, check in on them and, and, uh, stay home and stay safe if you can. But, yup. More. Alright. That's it. Love you, dude. Post on that. Love you too, Nick. Thanks for right. calling, man. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, if you like this episode, share it on Instagram. Visit shieldlessmag.com to check out those articles and videos. If you're interested in this beat that's playing right now, it's made by Beats by Dojo. We'll put a link to his SoundCloud in the description. So thanks, stay safe out there, and enjoy the rest of your day.